You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Take 
Listening to African Perspectives, where we view the issues of our day from an African worldview and African centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors and we say the word ashe. It simply means so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done and for all that God will do. We say, we pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future. We all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Timeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured us libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe. We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, 
Benin, Great Zimbabwe, civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So he poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So we poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the Holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted. And we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. Shemhotep means go in peace. Good morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and Black Talk. RadioNetwork.com, and I am your host, Baba Oshi, Hotep family. Hope everything is well for you today. Hope you're going to have a good day today. Hope you get a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, can do, and will do. Hoping, too, the weather will be accommodating for you to do it. But, of course, if it is not, and it has to get done, and must get done, you will get it done. Because that's the kind of brother and sister that you is, and that's why we love your ass. That's right. I meant it. <laughs> this is African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, 8 to 10 Pacific. We enter the time around the world, but if you cannot listen to this program live, you can always go to our archives at Time for an Awakening. 
And when you go to timeforawakening.com, at the top of the page, you'll see podcast. Click on that. The drop down, you'll see African perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled. Thanks to my good brother, Brother Kwaku. That's right. Also, too, if you want to use a shortcut, there is. Just, just go to whatever search engine you use. Put in babaoshi.net. B-A-B-A-O-S-H-I dot net. Those programs will be right there for you. All right. Uh, sorry about that, family. <laughs> Other programming we have here on Time for an Awakening Media. This program, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., and all times are going to give our Eastern times. Tuesdays, Black Reality Think Tank with Dr. Excuse me, Black Reality Think Tank with Brother Alfonso Watkins honoring Dr. William Rogers, his program. I'm going to maintain that. That's beautiful. And it's not happening yet. And, I, and I'm just going to continue to announce it. Is that if I can continue to announce it, I'm bringing it into existence. <laughs> uh, on Fridays, from 8 p.m., time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard on Fridays at 8 p.m. Saturdays, the Sankofa Elders Council from 7 to 9. And on Sunday at 7 p.m., once again, time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. We buy black. We Buy Black, the largest online marketplace for American and African-owned businesses, is WeBuyBlack.com. Get everything you need from American and African-owned businesses. WeBuyBlack.com. Brothers and sisters, go to the website. All the products are produced by us. And, of course, once again, they're asking for donations to help realize a supermarket, American-African-owned and operated supermarket here in man here in the Atlanta area in in the metropolitan area maybe it might be directly in the city but we don't have one nowhere in the metropolitan area in fact we have one service station with a convenience store and I can't remember I think it was in DeKalb County don't remember might have been Cobb I don't know it ain't in Atlanta yeah so sorry for this um Static. Got to do something about that. This is annoying. Okay. Africa for the Africans, Bomani, Brother Bomani Tayimba. Uh, once again, he's about to take a group of our people uh, to Senegal and Gambia, March 30th to April 9th. And then May 24th to June 5th to Ghana. And then July 30, 20th to the 30th to Rwanda. And then, no. It's November 16th through the 27th, Tanzania. And then December 24th to January 4th, 2024, Azinia. And then March 29th to April 9th, 2024, to Liberia. And then July 11th through the 23rd to Ghana again. And then November 21st. To December 2nd, 2024, going to Kemet. I'm going to tell you, family, I think that's a good trip to go on. The price is good at 4400 Try to lock it in there because you never know uh, 
considering it's well over, you know, well over a year and a half, a year and three fourths to be exact. And and um, and I'm quite sure it's going to be a tour, just like if you would go to Ashwa Quasi's or Renoco when he had his or uh, <coughs> uh, Naeem Akbar and when he had his with Wade Nobles, you know. All of them were African-centered tours. So when you went there, you didn't get the Egyptian line. You didn't get the mess that's going on there with uh, Kevin Hart. See, you didn't get that. But anyway, Africa for the Africans. Brothers and sisters, if you want to see pictures of previous tours, go to facebook.com forward slash Bomani. If you want to see videos of previous tours, go to youtube.com forward slash Bomani. 2007 Africa for the Africans.org. Habashah, helping Africa by establishing schools at home and abroad. And of course, here in Atlanta areas, the Habashah Works program, Habashah Works, Black to Our Roots, Sustainable Seeds, Golden Growers, and Urban Green Jobs. But on the continent, the Kashi Project in Ghana, the Kashi Project, honoring Dr. Kweku Adu, who was a botanist the beautiful buildings that they have here. Go on the website and you can see what's happening with the Kashi, what has been done. Okay? That's HabashahIncorporated.org. The Ledge Group, Ledge, Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. They deal in the four areas where humans need to exist. That is food, water, clothing, and shelter. Got to have it. Food, water, clothing, and shelter. They have six... They have 12 projects going on in six different countries, over 172 employed, and over 260 members. Brothers and sisters, become a member of the LEDGE group. LEDGE, Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. Abibi Atumi. Abibi Atumi, A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I, abibiatumi.com. Go to the website, brothers and sisters. They have a conference coming up in July, July 7th through the 9th. In Ghana, dealing with power, the conference, the Black Power Conference, and um, see if I can get uh, Dr. Kamal to talk about the conference. I know it's a ways away, but hey, you know, they're asking for papers, they're asking for information, you know, they're asking to call for papers and so forth, and the, the Black Power Conference is upcoming bbatubi.com and of course there's a lot of good stuff on the website particularly deals with uh, teaching you uh, languages Khan, Ibu, Medu Nature yeah so check out bbatubi.com a-b-i-b-i-t-u-m-i dot com it's my pharmacy it's my pharmacy brothers and sisters give brother Jabril a call at 770 775-7751 775-7751 Smile Pharmacy S-M-A-I F-A-R-M-A-C-Y at gmail.com drop him a gmail brothers and sisters if you want to change if you're not wanting to take the prescription drugs that you've been taking because you want to be more holistic it's an opportunity for you to do so tell them what the ailments are what do you have diabetes what do you have? Arthritis? Brother can give a uh, develop a plan for you. Give him a call. 
770-765-7751. Smile Pharmacy. The Moses West Foundation. Man, I tell you, every time I talk with Brother Moses West, it's just phenomenal, isn't he? If he had a chance to listen to the program this past Monday and all the things that uh, they're doing, it is just tremendous. Just tremendous, man. The new machines he's making, more streamlined, smaller, but more, even more capacity to produce water. You know, we talked about atmosphere. That even in atmosphere, that just what happened in Ohio with the train derailment. That separates. Only thing that will go through the filterization process is the H2O molecule. All the other stuff is kicked to the curb that comes out. It's just like if you have a, like I have a um, water machine had for many years, you know, to make alkaline water. You know, you have acid and you have alkaline. And supposedly the acid is going out this way and the alkaline comes through. (laughs) Supposedly, right? Yeah. But that's the same thing. But the water's tested. And believe me, it's drinkable. It's usable. You heard him talk about aquaponics and so forth to be able to to grow food. They're going to be doing it in Chicago. They got land. They're going to get the uh, the all the apparatus to make it happen. A lot of good things. And I'm serious, man. I would love to talk to somebody about putting that brother up for a Nobel Peace Prize because what he is doing is for the world. To bring water to the world. Unlike all the other methods that have brought water that eventually turn out that contamination happens, corrosion happens and so forth and so on. That method is ongoing because it's just in the air. Regardless of what's happening in the atmosphere, it's there already. And it is brought into the machine. It's filtered. Man, I tell you, it's it's phenomenal, and, and and on on the website, I believe that it is there. So at, uh, the Moses West Foundation dot org, you can see for yourself. And like I said, some of the information that he said, I played that one piece, and then I'll be playing it again, because on this radio program we're pu- we're pushing and promoting this concept, and I hope that you will donate to it. I hope that you will donate to this concept. Whatever amount it is, if you're going to give $5 a month, $2 a month, $10, $15, $20, $50, $100, whatever it is, it will be greatly appreciated. He's still very, uh, there's a donation. I think he's at, where is he at? 60-some thousand. He wants 300,000. He's at 60-some thousand for the Jackson, Mississippi, you know, as of August of course August was quite a few months ago so yeah so there it is brothers and sisters the Moses West Foundation check it out for yourself oh, where are we at ah yes without us without us healthy market and juice bar located here in the west end of Atlanta uh, 
where um, it's right across the street from Soul Vegetarian Restaurant, up the street from the Shrine of the Black Madonna. And unfortunately, their their Saturday programs are not happening still. But what daughters happening? What daughters is with those delicious smoothies and fruit drinks and pies and foods and sandwiches, and of course the vegan food that they sell on Saturday and Sunday. Last time I had one, it was about ten dollars, might be fifteen. You know, supply chain and products and everything goes up. But hey, it was delicious. It's worth it. With Dada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar. Give them a call at 404-444-1635. 404-444-1635. Mama Nia, the Medu Bookstore, my dear sister. Give her a call at 404-346-3263. She has a fine selection of books, postcards, greeting cards, gift certificates, t-shirts, figurines, and everything in the Greenbrier Mall. Open Saturday, Monday through Saturday from 10 to 9 and on Sunday from 12 to 6. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. The Black Dot Cultural Center Bookstore and Coffee Bar located in Lithonia. My good brother, Kasimde Ajamu has it going on. He hosted uh, Baba Baruti last Saturday. Real good turnout. Very good production. Very good presentation as always. And um, the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar needs support. Give them a call at 770-305-6373. 770-305-6373. Yeah, man, my brother Kazemde is going to get those uh, Nat Turners for me, man. That's right. He said he got them. I, got, I can't wait to put them on my feet. Them Nat Turners, brother, I love them. Yeah. So when you are at the black dot just come on out there and go go um you know south and then jump back on i-20 and go east to the next exit which is exit 75 the black dot is exit 74 the new black wall street market is exit 75 turner hill road you make that right go down three lights make another right and on the left will be the new black wall street market check them out family the new black wall street market us lifting us. The Economic Development Cooperative for Our People tomorrow, Thursday night, the Thursday night broadcast is from 9 to 10 on Blog Talk Radio. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash ULU, us lifting us. Give them a call if you want to make a, if you have a question, a comment, or concern at 929 477 2789. That's 929 477 2789. Us lifting us from 9 to 10 on Thursdays. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon, Georgia. Brother Abija, he has, oh man, he has so much happening there. He has so many programs that he has. He has a chess club, structural meditation sessions, healthy cooking classes, tennis lessons, story time for children. Oh man, homeschool, meeting place, wound circle, drum classes, round table discussions, periodic privileges, pilgrim tongue. A periodic pilgrimage to Baba Dr. John Henry Clark's burial site in Columbus, Georgia. I love that. Been there when I first got here. That, that first year I was here, we had an ASCAT conference here around the time that, because uh, he was uh, born the 1st of January. And we went to his grave and had a beautiful ceremony. Mama Marimba, 
many people. It was great. Yeah. And also, too, what's it called? Was living in um, uh, Obadeli. Yeah. Obadeli Williams was living there. That was beautiful. So, Homeland Village. Give them a call at 478 256 1166. 478 256 1166. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop in Macon. Sun got a sense. Sun Goddess sent you a one-stop natural shop located at 4140 Jonesboro Road in Forest Park, Georgia. Inside the International Discount Mall, booth 225. Please give my sister Shelly Amonset a call at 404-434-7963. 404-434-7963. And Sanjay Dash Aiti, Sister Gabby, she's doing a great job with our children in the northeastern portions of the island of Haiti. You know, I tell you, they, they they get no help. They rely on us. So please, go to Sanjay, S-O-N-J-E dash I-E-T-A-Y-I-T-I dot org. Sanjay dash I-E-T dot org. And, of course, Baba Barudi and Mama Yah. Yeah. They have a program that's coming up in May. Uh, the quarterlies, the men's quarterly, that's gonna be May six, and the an equation for reparations presentation by Baba Baruti, and uh, and it's going to be uh, ten dollars and five dollars for warriors and training, and of course you include the information the information that's pertinent reparations your name and your email address so you can receive the link and. Of course, for Mama Yab Yabaruti, any Yabaruti, it is from four to six. Four to six, Saturday, May six, four to six. Forgive, release, and give and live. Forgive, release, and live, brothers and sisters. Okay. All right. Yeah, I tell you, it's, it's beautiful. Okay. The Inya, the Inya Sassim of Daily Revolutionary Thought. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you. March 7th. These are the days for strong men to courageously expose wrong. Congressman Adam Clayton Powell, Jr. Extreme individualism removes the possibility of a moral base, especially in Western culture, because anything that produces a profit or a physical pleasure becomes morally correct. Regardless of the truth of an individual's statement, convincing others of its truth is what is most important. Skill at manipulating others' minds is the ultimate priority. Truth itself is irrelevant. It is set by the winner. So rules are meant to be broken. And because winning is everything and deception, the easiest and surest way to winning in Western society, there can be no moral rules except those arbitrarily given by the winner. It is the master of the lie who wins. For a lie is only a lie when one is caught. The indigenous people called this the way of the forked tongue. It spoke to the lying nature of Urugu. Like us, they learned that Europeans first looked to understand the humanity in others. 
Then they exploit that humanity by pretending commonality of human belief and interest. Most human people cannot believe that a human being and certainly not a human population can naturally be that damn evil. But they showing it hell is. That was mine. That's not Baba Rudy didn't write that. I, 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 that was my commentary. <laughs> this, pre, this pretense is accompanied by the systematic and inhuman exploitation of these victims, their prey, before they are able to realize the deceit. Once they are in power or their dominant position, this this farce of common humanity is put aside unless they are dealing with a large population wherein it would take generations to convince them to believe in the lie of our common humanity. Affirm, I am honest with those who are righteous. Affirm, I am honest with those who are righteous. March 8th. No wise man will insult me. And no fool can. The great educator, Sister Marvin Collins. Individuals become alienated from political process when they come to recognize that their vote is meaningless. (sighs) (sighs) They come to recognize that their vote is meaningless. It becomes hard for them to miss this string of candidates who appear before the electric, electric when it is time to secure votes, only to distance themselves and their interests soon after. Even most of those with good intentions go through this process of show and sell out. Compromising is part and parcel of the process in a criminally unethical political order. African politicians are even more susceptible in a game full of rules and deception that automatically works to their disadvantage if they refuse to go along to get along. For most African citizens, the only good feeling comes when your candidates are elected, even though you're aware that their interests will eventually be betrayed by those politicians because their loyalty is to the powers that be and not to their constituents. Justice C. African faces holding office regardless of what they do or do not do is enough for some I know ain't, ain't that deep when I read when I read this piece it reminded me of of Brock getting elected they didn't give a damn we were just so happy so enamored with this black face in this high place just to see black faces hold offices regardless of what they do or don't do is enough to make most of our desensitized egos. The fact that the rate at which African politicians are being elected is rising at the same rate that African males are being incarcerated is enough to make one consider the degree to which our participation in this political process is beneficial to us as a people. Think on that. Affirm, I practice African politics. Affirm, I practice African politics. Let me read another one before I get off into this subject. It's also March 8th. It's also March 8th. As we grow in consciousness and seriousness about the education of our children, only one solution remains clear. We must build our own schools, equip them with loving and demanding educators and encouraging and engaging. Get righteous African-centered curriculum. 
with loving and demanding educators and an engaging yet righteous African-centered curriculum. Samore Kamara. We have allowed Urugu to redefine genius for us, individualizing it along quantitative lines and in the process as supremacist as aspirants, they have erroneously taken it to the next level and made it something that only or at least disproportionately they possess. We have allowed ourselves to forget that each and every one of us is genius. And even when we say that it is so, it is not from the heart or the soul. We have forgotten that we are born this way. But most importantly, we have forgotten that our genius is a qualitative measurement, not a quantitative one. We have forgotten the very definition of wisdom, which parallels genius in its intellectual importance, which defines it, if not applied in a beneficial, qualitative fashion, benefiting the community as functionally dysfunctional. Affirm, I am building a school for my community where centered educators can teach genius to our youth. Affirm, I am building a school for my community where centered educators can teach genius to our, our, to our youth. Genius is to our truth. I say, the Inya Sassim of Daily Revolutionary Thought Yes, sir. Of uh, Baruti and Mama, Mama Yah. They were beautiful this past weekend. Love to see them always. Always. Um. Yeah. It is International Women's Day. In fact, today is the day of International Women's Day. Yeah. reading information for us again. What are the origins of International Women's Day? The global holiday has a socialist roots emerging from the hotbed of labor activism you know from the early 1900s. Yeah. March 8th marks the 112th International Women's Day. IWD, the IWD. Celebrations around the world take different forms. Women in Italy can expect flowers and in Russia, bouquets of tulips. While online in 2023 thing, embrace equity is likely to be trending. Though the holiday has become somewhat commercial, corporate affair and receives its fair share of criticism. IWD actually has roots in racial socialist politics. Its origins can be traced back to Europe and North America labor movements that emerged around the turn of the last century. Despite its revolutionary start in the West, today's most places that celebrate March 8th as a national or international holidays are non-Western countries in large part due to uh, the ideological changed and charged history because it's socialism, you know, socialism. Turn of the century New York 
was a hotbed for organized labor activity. In 1908, around 15,000 garment workers from Manhattan's Lower East Side staged a strike to protest working conditions and pay. The event set the stage for the first National Women's Day, dated February 28, 1909, which was organized by the Socialist Party of America. New York Socialist Movement inspired a German feminist and communist named Claire Sendke, who in 1910 attended a meeting of the Socialist International in Copenhagen, Denmark. There, she proposed the establishment of an International Women's Day. The first International Women's Day was held the next year, March 19th, uh, 1911, commemorating the 40th anniversary of the Paris Commune, a revolutionary government that had once briefly seized power in France. About one million people across Austria, Denmark, Germany, and Switzerland marked the occasion, holding rallies to demand equal rights for women to work, vote, and run for office. The government spread to Russia amid the turmoil of uh, World War One in 1917, female textile workers staged a protest in Paragrad, demanding bread and peace. The protest became a flashpoint in the Russian Revolution and forced the advocation of Tsar Nicholas II. The commemorative event, communist leader Vladimir Lenin marked the fateful day of protest February 23rd on the Julian calendar. Well, of course, we don't use the Julian calendar. It's not recognized. I don't know if they were recognizing the Julian calendar but too much back in uh, the beginning of the Communist Party of, Val- of Vladimir Lenin. But on March 8th, on the Gregorian calendar, is when the Soviet established the holiday. That's why it is today, March 8th. To commemorate the event, communist leader Vladimir Mark, oh, I already read that, man. <laughs> the, the UN didn't officially recognize the holiday until 19, <laughs> didn't officially recognize the holiday until 1975, marking it as a day to recognize women's achievements as well as ongoing gaps in gender equity. So you can see, you're, well, no, no let me finish reading this so I get off into uh, my little diatribe. Why is it celebrated on the 8th? There's another tale, likely. As they, they believe this is, may not be the truth, but as to why the date is celebrated on the 8th. As it goes, on March 8, 1857, female garment workers and textile, textile workers in New York stage a protest to demand higher wage and better working conditions and equal rights. The U.S. Census Bureau continues to present this story on its site, but historians have, un, have not been able to verify it and then link it with uh, France. If this protest ever took place, believing it may have been fabricated during the Cold War to remove the holiday's link to the Soviet Bolsheviks and Bolshevism. According to the official website, over 25 countries officially recognize the day as a holiday. The map will, and it shows pretty much all, uh, it ain't in North and South America or Central America. It's in Africa. And it's, and it's not in Europe. 
but it's in the Soviet bloc. So, yeah. Since 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 2019, Berlin, but not Germany, as a whole, has recognized the day as a public holiday. In China, it is also not public holiday, but employers are encouraged to give women a day off from work. Yeah. So that's, you know, that's the that's that's the deal with that. <laughs> that's the deal with that. But you see, understand, brothers and sisters, as Africans, we have always, we have always had respect for women. The European. Caucasians, Urugu, and I'm talking about all of them. I don't make no distinction between Russians and British, French, Spanish, Ukrainians, Armenians, European Jews, all of them to me they're 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 one. And they truly behave and their mindset is has won. And in that evolutionary development as they became other nationalities, other nations, that mindset has still prevailed of being racist and sexist and selfish and greedy and mean-spirited and warmongering. I could go on. And since that is the case, that's why you see why there was a demand to recognize women because that wasn't an issue for Africans. That has never been an issue for Africans. It's an issue today because of the European influence and the European dominance in the world under the threat of death. And so that mindset of looking at women as objects. There's nothing about the European that deals with women as compliments. That that their that their role is equally as important, if not more, because of how they deal with family, which is a foundation for people. So we never had that problem, but we do celebrate women. If it's International Women's Day, we are celebrating women. We're celebrating African women today. We are celebrating them. And they deserved, they deserve to be celebrated. They do. They deserve to be celebrated. I had my uh, my cousin's information. He he put stuff up here. I had it out here, and and of course, as usual, now it's gone. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's how you know. That's the interesting thing about Facebook. You you see something, and it's and it's right there, and next thing you know, it's not. 
Yeah, now it's not. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thumbing through here to see if I can still find it. And unfortunately, I can't. But basically, you know, he had some sisters, like he had uh, Nelson, uh, Winnie Mandela, and Mary Makiba. In fact, I'm going to play a tune by Mary Makiba, and also from Akon, honoring women, African women, Mother Africa. That's what they called Mary Makiba. I was going to play that the other day, but of course, we were in some good conversation, of course, with um, Brother Moses West. And so that kind of did that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's important that we understand the importance of women in our lives. Even if you have a child by a woman, you are obligated to support that child to assist in the upbringing of that child. Not just money, but your presence. And sometimes you may not have no money, but your presence is worth more than what money could bring. Your presence, not a present, not a physical presence that you give, your being there, your your on time, your honest you you are a man of your word when you tell that child i'll be here next week son i'll be here next week baby okay you be good and i'll see you next week next week come here you is here you is not to bear gifts just your mere fact that you are there to encourage and to love to maybe take somewhere, just take them to the park. Let them run around and play. Yeah. Yeah. Even though right now as I'm thumbing through here, there's a lot of good stuff on here. Some good quotes by Baba Baba Baruti and uh, good quotes by some of the people. Oh man, just good stuff. Yeah. So I, I hope it's still there for me once I'm done. But usually that's not the case. Once I'm done today at one o'clock. Yeah. So I hope you can have some conversation with me about the importance of women and this is International Women's Day. International Women's Day. And and I know that um, for us every day it's Women's Day because we recognize we are lost without them. That our species better have They're, they're our complement. They make us whole. 
And like, like I said, even though you're not with the mother of the child, you still have the responsibility to help raise the child and help give the child understanding that you as a young lady as you're growing up, or you as a young man as you're a young man as he's growing up. Guide them in that way that they are the young men and young women of respect, young men and young women of nobility, of honesty, of courage, of African-centeredness. They know who they are. They work together. They understand they are one. Because believe me, they're trying to, you know what they're trying to do. Yep, yep. They're trying to take us out. But it ain't happening, family. No. We're here. We've been here longer than anybody. Everybody came from us. I don't believe in creation. I believe in evolving in evolution. There's too much emphasis and too much bona fide factual information to say that where there's just a hope or just a belief that a creation happened. There's nothing to support that. Now, also too, I believe in in the spiritual warfare that is happening. You know, I believe in that. And it's, <laughs> I tell you, it's serious. It's serious. And that's why I'm deeply committed to independence self-determination, liberation, and sovereignty for African people. I'm deeply committed to that. We ain't all in this together. We are not all in this together. We Africans are in this together who want to be African. And my contention is if you don't want to be African, see ya. And that's like, as well, for those who don't want to be an African, I hope you don't want to sabotage Africans for trying to be Africans, but I understand because, you you know, you fell in love with it, you guru so much that whatever it is that they want you to do, you do. If you, if they want you to sabotage it, you try your damnedest. Infiltrate it, you try kill, you will. Just as a fact. It's a fact that we as Africans have to deal with. 
we are trying to build an African way. We are trying to get rid of those on the continent who are doing nothing but exploiting it. And they've been doing that for centuries. Who have been doing nothing but murdering, disrespecting the Chinese, the European Jews who dominate and control Judaism, but they also dominate and control diamonds. There's no diamond mines in Tel Aviv, Jerusalem, anywhere else in the so-called Middle East that they control. No, Africa. At the same time, they talk about us uh, European Jews and us, our friendship. No God, you know, damn friendship. They own a store with a customer. They got the house with the tenant. That's what it's always been. I grew up in a neighborhood where some of the European Jews still had the stores and so forth, yeah. Yeah. In Uganda, the Indians are trying to reclaim Uganda. If you've seen the movie Mississippi Masala with Denzel, this was the aftermath of what Idi Amin Dada had done when he kicked them out. And some of them moved to the States. This is the story of the one that moved to the States of many others. And they have liquor stores and hotels. Do they not? Have you ever been down south? I'm not sure to me here in well I'm in the south now but in, in, in the north but I know it's very prevalent liquor stores and hotels and a few other businesses and the story of the one who has his daughter here who falls in love with Denzel and there's a big issue because he's African you know and of course they believe in the caste system she's dark too but that's another problem of India that's why I was trying to find what my cousin had brought, you know, because they're battling and have always been battling with the caste system in India. That's where I um, got this uh, book. I believe I still have it. I probably, I believe I do. I'm not sure. But uh, my good friend, Brother Muhammad Abdullah, had, you know, wanted to me in. in and there's a title, and it was basically this is the training right after the, uh, you know, a lot of the Muslims don't believe that Elijah Muhammad died. <laughs> he's in, the, he's up in that big wheel, you know, Farrakhan through that, you know. But anyway, um, right after he died, right after he made his transition, uh, he ministered, Imam, Imam Warfdi Muhammad, his son, had a training book that came out. And there's a chapter in that book and in the title of that chapter I will never forget. 
The title of the chapter is The Roots of Aryan White Racism and Diabolical Consciousness. <laughs> the Roots of Aryan White Racism and Diabolical Consciousness. Basically, it was talking about how the um, the the people came down from the north particularly from the northwest into India and the Dravidians were running things dark skinned people and they had flipped that whole thing developed a caste system the darker you are the more you're shunned and, and, and disrespected and you're untouchable it got so bad that you're supposed to sweep your shadow I mean, it's ridiculous. But that mindset, and not just from Indians, but from others, is still very prevalent today. There are places, there are countries, there are cities and areas in the world where there's a predominance of people who are melanated, but yet those who run the country those who are on TV, those who are in advertisement in newspapers and so forth, look more close to light skin than they ever would be to dark skin. An interesting, interesting thing about a lot of the Indians, they have hair that is straight. They don't have really deep Africoid features, but their skin is melanated in Sri Lanka, in the southern parts of India. And of course, they're hated because they have dark skin. But also to understand something, brothers and sisters, what did Frances Cress Wessing, when Frances Cress developed her theory on color confrontation, And a presentation she did, she she stated that she was in her kitchen and it, it was like an epiphany. It came to her why they must do this because of the fear of genetic annihilation. The DNA of Africans is stronger than the DNA of anybody outside of us. Our genes are dominant. Dominant, dominant, you get dominant. Theirs are recessive. Dominant, recessive, you get dominant. Recessive, recessive, you get recessive. And that fear is there. And the youngest people on the planet over a billion people. I know India's got a billion people. I know uh, uh, counting the Caucasians um, from, you know, wh whoever they are might come up to a billion people. Know, 300, what is it, like, I think about 250,000 in the United States. But when you take about, talk about Canada, you talk about Central and South America, because understand the Latinos who have African blood in them also. But if they look close to what, they'll identify with white just like um, Dominican Republic I've been there never go again especially for their hatred towards the, their island neighbor to to the west 
the, the Haitians. That's what happened too in Mexico. They they saw those, there were African people, American African people in that van this past week in Mexico. And they thought they were, they were smuggling. At least that's one report. But what's unfortunate is two are dead and the other two are back in the States, I believe, in the hospital. And they were going to Mexico from my, from what the report said, uh, for cosmetic surgery. Because a lot of people go to foreign countries for cosmetic surgery because it is far less expensive. In fact, <laughs> it was so expensive here for various things that uh, a group of people said, wow, this is just too expensive for us. And so they contacted Spain. This was many, not many years ago, this is some time ago. And let's say, for instance, the, ho- the, the procedure and hospital stay might have been 100,000. There, it was like, Maybe 20. So you could take a plane, first class, go to Spain, go to Monaco, go chill chill out on the Riviera, whatever, and still get the procedure done and come back. I understand that the best health care that money can buy is here. But if money can't buy it and you even got insurance, I'm sorry, family. Well, another problem. The inequality that is rampant. And that's why they had to have International Women's Day. The disrespect of women, the inequality. Women as second class citizens, inability to right to vote and all these other things. Yeah, that's what happens, family. <laughs> the inequality. Yeah, I'm gonna play. Um, excuse me, Mary Makiba. It was her birthday. If you excuse me, family, a, a couple of days ago, and uh, but our conversation with Brother Moses. Wes was so good and a lot of good information that he always provides. And and considering the situation is very dire, you know. It is, it really is. It is dire. Climate change is real and and pretty soon it's gonna not be reversible. How you like me now? Yeah. Yeah. So here we go. Yeah. We'll be right back. You stay with us. You're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on Time for an Awakening dot com and Black Talk Radio Network dot com. We'll be right back on this International Women's Day.
You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Here is the magnificent African artist, Miriam Makiba. Miriam.
and sisters, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network. 
on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. That was Akon, tribute to women, Mother Africa. Yeah, Mother Africa. And before that, and I know you heard the beginning, that was Ed Sullivan from the Ed Sullivan Show in 1967, introducing Mama Africa, Miriam Makiba. Yeah. I don't know if that was the time that Stokely or Kwame Ture saw her. He said, I'm going to marry her. And he did. Yeah. Kwame Ture. So, um, brothers and sisters, give us a call at 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. We got a number of you in the queue, and you know what to do. Hit star twice, and we can engage in some conversation. We can talk about uh, International Women's Day. And, of course, I'm focusing on African women, and as rightfully so. Or we can talk about what you want to talk about. 202, 202, good afternoon. 202-271, good afternoon. Yeah, greetings, brother. Hey, man, what's up? How you doing, dear brother? I'm good. I'm good. good. Right you on. know, uh, I, I've been enjoying I was just sitting here listening. I said, how long can I listen without, <laughs> without calling? I couldn't, <laughs> it couldn't go too long, man. You was hitting on it. Well, and I always appreciate, you know, uh, when we get into things intellectually, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we've been conditioned to act, respond to things, yeah, you know, yeah. crises, However, ori- crises orientated. We just behave, yeah, you know, yeah, the reaction. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and so when I hear a brother or sister speaking from the, the intellectual part of us, it, that's what attracts me. You know, there's it's so much, BS out here, man. You know, you almost have to walk around people and avoid them. Yeah. And I hate to be that way. I won't say I hate it. I mean, it's a normal reaction. You know, you just don't associate with things that are not going to benefit you. You know, when I get, when you get 60, man, you start looking back over your life and you start thinking, man, I wish I had, I wish I had known, I mm-hmm. wish I, you right. know, but it's never too late. That's true. To, you know, kind of, you know, step on the brakes and turn the corner and go in a different direction. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And um, so I appreciate when I hear, uh, you know, you promoting the, the natural part of us. I, I don't know a better way to, I'm sure there is a better way to describe it, but the way I understand it, it's natural. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and it you know, is. When you speak, yeah, when you speak of those things like, uh, or when we speak of those things like our women, and how they also have been corrupted, you know. Um, sometimes when men say things to or about women's attitude and behavior, and, and men got our own problems, you know. I'm not trying to dismiss us of anything. Um, but, but however, and and I also realize that women will follow men who have conviction. That's right. And I think that the reason that we have such disassociation with these modern day women is because they see that a lot of us don't have any real conviction. That's right. And I'm colluding myself, you know, not that I am that way, but I don't want to disassociate myself from that, that, that perception, you know? Yeah. Cause it it is us. It's us. It is us. I don't, yeah. I mean, I got, yeah, man, you you know, and, and so I would like for, well, I would love for, uh, our our natural relationships. You know, I think about my grandmother and grandfather. 
and how their relationships were. I never saw them hugging each other and him bringing her flowers, but he had a house and a farm and seven children, and they all were healthy. You know, but like I said, he didn't bring her flowers. That I'm nowhere. I'm sure he made him. Well, I'm sure it's possible he did. Sure. But he took care of his, sure. her and their family. And he did it with whatever means he had to do it with. You know, they were in North Carolina, man. Raleigh, you know, that was, mm-hmm. man, Durham, they, they right? still remember slavery down there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? For sure. But For sure. every time we'd pull up into uh, his yard, there'd be a, a lot full of melons and a lot full of <laughs> corn and a lot full of cantaloupe and a lot full of tomatoes and grapes. And things that at least he could make sure that his children didn't right, starve. Fed. That's right, we're fed. Yeah. Sir? Mm-hmm. I agree. Isn't yeah. yeah. And like nowadays, it's like take out the camera, get a selfie, buy a shirt that costs $300, buy some shoes that cost 600 and struggle to pay the rent next month. You know? And it yeah. just it, it disturbs me, man. I, yeah. I not, not to depression. Uh, maybe it is depression, and I've been that way so long. I, I'm accustomed to it, but I'm, I'm, I'm Josie. I'm really, really concerned about our future, man. And, and rightfully if we so, can't brother. Get, rightfully so. Well, I'm saying I am, we, yeah, I'm concerned about it too yeah, because we, I don't see, I don't see what's what I want to see happen happening to. Uh, uh, I see it in, in 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 us who are woke. How about that word? Damn it, woke. Who have conscience, who have an understanding, I see that in us. But the majority of our people, I don't see it. The, the majority of people have fallen victim to this system of individualism, materialism, greed, and violence. You know, so I, I agree with you. And 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 the sad part is, white folks are getting ready to go to war. I mean, they they try to disguise it. You, if if you just pay just nominal attention to the public attitude that they're preparing people to go to war, and then when they go to war, you know who they're going to expect to help them fight that. Well, I would sure. say, I say, a ground war because yeah. yeah, I mean they've got utensils that are available now where ground wars really aren't necessary except to get rid of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like the Vietnam War started that. Right. You know that war was carried on to get rid of. Not, I won't say solely. But it certainly was beneficial to them to kill off as many prominent, strong black men who would fight as they could. Mm-hmm. They wanted to direct them away from the real enemy. And Kat, uh, Muhammad Ali told them straight up, you know, I'm not fighting no my, right. my brothers overseas when you right. are the ones who exactly. locking us and killing us. Exactly. And I, I thought that was one of the most profound things I have heard a black man say in my life. Well, that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, that's 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 what made me love Muhammad Ali even more. You know, I, I became instantly a fan of, of Muhammad Ali when he was braggadocious and announcing rounds and clowning and so forth. But uh, when he became a member of the Nation of Islam and he was not going to go, not going to be inducted into uh, the armed forces, fighting against it, and then they they stripped him of his title and he was going around it college campuses talking that one time he was confronted this young Caucasian he says why should I go there and fight you my opposer you my opposer when I yeah. want freedom you my opposer and why should I go there and fight them yeah, he, I, to get something that I can't even get here 
that's right. Yeah, I know exactly what you feel. I remember the bit. I seen yeah. the video, and and of course they could not come back with any response no. except to look at him. You know, mm-hmm. because it's the truth. You can't yep. deny the truth, man. Right. And 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 that I, I agree with you. That was one of the most. Uh, uh, satisfying public comments I think I had ever yeah. seen. Yeah. Tell them straight out of my mind, you know, yep. it gave me some thoughts, you know, mm-hmm. a better way to say what I wanted to say, you know, <laughs> but right. I'm, I'm just, yeah, I'm just concerned though, brother. I really am about our future. Cause like I said, I see, uh, you know, I, I listen to people like, I don't know if you're familiar, I mean, you may be Dr. Jerome Fox. And oh yeah. Others. Oh yeah. Remember I have his Ooh. book. Yeah. I like to get him on the yeah, program. Uh, I, I, know I he's bought been his on. book and gave it yeah. to. I know he's yeah, been I'm on. giving it to people. He's been on Elliot's program a few a few times. Mm-hmm. You know, time for mm-hmm. an awakening. Um, you know, Fridays and Saturdays, Fridays and Sundays. Excuse me. You know, but I have his book and I would love to talk with him. You know, in fact, I love the title, man. <laughs> in fact, my yeah, brother, yeah. my my uh, my my good brother is on there. Let me let me uh, let me hit him up. I love the way he gives the title. Brother Irv, are you there with me, man? Yeah. Yes, Brother Oshie. How are you, Baba? <laughs> I'm doing fine, my brother. I'm doing fine, man. Uh, I know Brother Rick is on with us, man, and he has a Jerome Fox book. And and, and, and I love when you show when you when you talk about the title of that book, it's dynamic. And what is the title of that book? <laughs> it, it, it's called Addicted to White. Addicted to <laughs> White. Uh, in league, you're in, you're in league with the oppressor in a shame based alliance. <laughs> right. That is a that is a real that is a real hell of a title, man. I love it. Addicted a to shame. white, and that is absolute. That is absolutely what it is. Yeah. That's what makes it's, it so profound. Yeah, it is so profound. It, it, it's a, it is actually a shame, and the and the reality is that both parties are ashamed. Yeah. The, the white people are ashamed of us. They are ashamed of what they've done to us. And we are ashamed that we have to still be in league with this yeah. cracker. Yeah. I mean, this guy, these, these people have done and some things that are so horrendous that mm. they don't even, they have passed laws not to teach it in schools. That, that, yeah. What does that tell? Yeah. They don't even want to speak of it because it makes them cringe when they would burn a man at the stake, a man. At the stake. Two minutes ago, you were talking to me. Now you're burning, and we're taking pictures and showing it to our children and cutting off your penis and putting yeah. it in a bomb in a jar to put on our mantelpiece to show our friends and family. And yeah. what does this do to the to a mind that is already psychotic, a psychopath? What does this do to his mind? It reinforces that you must be doing right, or these people would not let you do it. Do that to them. Mm-hmm. And then we marry them, yeah, and have yeah. children with them, and and we and want call, and call ourselves integrated, yeah, and we want we so badly to be in their neighborhood. We're so badly we want to go to their schools. We so badly want them to hire us and promote us. We're so, I mean, please, 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 nothing of our own. We want you, cracker. We want you. You. Oh yeah, we, we're in a we're in a relationship with them, and we let them believe that we are so dependent on them that we cannot exist without them. And the reality is if you step back and look at it, we're not coming for them. They're coming for us. No doubt. They want yes. to begin. We don't see that. And then when we, and then when we do, we keep 
it's like a mother and a child relationship. We keep, I'm going to give them another chance, and I'm going to tell them what we're going to do, and, and they're going to just wake up one day and say, man, everything's all right. The, the, level, the playing field is leveled, and we're all going to start from the same line. We're going to start this all over. No, you're not. No, you're not. We're always going to be, in the minds of the oppressor, a second-class citizen. And we're relegated to a third or fourth class now. Yeah. And that's the, and, yeah. and if you keep and you're going to stay and you refuse to leave because you're afraid you're you're afraid of fear, mm. you, you're you're afraid. Man, you know Africa, their lights be going out. And you know they get real <laughs> hot over there. And over here, we got air conditioning. <laughs> and Africans invented air conditioning. Stop it. That's right. And I say, and when I say that, what I mean is Fridge. anything that an African needs, an African has. All we have is all we need. The Africans have been here for so long, and why didn't they? They had boats. Why didn't they leave Africa and come to the new land or walk across the Bering Straits? Because everything they needed was right there where they were. Mm-hmm. The food hit them in the head. The the, the, the the mango hit them in the head. Let them know it's right. Oh, we gotta eat. Mm-hmm. Over here, these fools came and couldn't even grow food till the American, the, the 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 Native American came and showed them how to cook the make food and grow food. And after they fed them, they killed all of them. That's the psychopath that we deal with. That's right. And every, we every look day. at these people mm-hmm. every day, and and you know, and we see it, but we don't see it because there's there's so many distractions. Mm-hmm. I read a story real quickly, and I'm going to stop. I read a story this, uh, yesterday about Lizzo. She's in Paris doing her tour because she's the she's the new uh, Negro that white folks like. And anyway, mm-hmm. she's on there ass out. I mean, yep. big, nasty. Big ass. Ain't it? <laughs> oh, my God. Ain't no body shaming her. That's for damn sure. No, no, that that ass can register as a continent. But anyway, <laughs> she <laughs> she was shaking her butt. I'm like, what in the hell are you doing? And why is it? Now, now where are the AKAs and the and the, the the gamma gamma gammas and where they at now? The the, the, the divine nine. Why is it in the NAACP and the Black Caucus? Why aren't they saying something about this? About this that is that is representing black people because we're not black. We're Americans. Yeah. See, they ain't going to about a black person. Nothing yeah. about it. And you're free on. to do whatever the hell you want to do. Whatever. Oh, yeah, is. man. However yeah, man. As long as, you, as long as you don't say nothing about things we don't want you to say. Right. And it, they had a story about the Palestinians in the in the news, too. A small story. Some got killed and Jews killed them because they was bad people. Mm-hmm. And they are occupying their land and they're bad people. I saw a commercial, and I'm going to tell you how they slow walk you, Oshi, really quickly. I'm going to stop. They say, I saw the commercial. At the end of the commercial, it said, the land of creation. What the hell does that mean, Oshi? Come to, come to Israel. Come to Jerusalem. The land of creation. Mm. What do they mean? Yeah. What do they mean by that? Well, because it's the land of creation, because of it's, it's, it's a bibli- in a biblical sense, it is the holy land. It is the holy land. It's not the land of creation, but based uh-huh. upon the marketing, it is you have Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, and other sites in the so-called Middle East. You know mm-hmm. that that, that are so right that are so-called biblical, which of course is mm-hmm. not true historically. <laughs> it's not true no. historically. 
You know, the yeah. fallacy of it is, is that here we have a history that can be verified, that, that is bona fide, that is factual. We have dates and so forth, real human beings that, that have been mummified. But yet, yeah. the biblical narrative, they have, you can't find a damn tomb. You can't find nothing concrete. They say it's so, but that's only because they say it's so. It is not verified or bona fide by, or backed up by historical reference. Only the, right. the, only, the only thing that verifies it is the Bible itself, which of course, as we know, is a book that has been interpolated for over hundreds of years. You know, stories have been added on, deleted, and toked. And, you know, so they, they rather for you to believe than for you to truly know. You see? Yeah, that's exactly right. That, you know, it's like it, that, that Pledge of Allegiance that they tricked us into saying, mm-hmm. you know, I pledge allegiance to, to, how can you pledge allegiance to an inanimate thing? It's got to be real for you to pledge your allegiance to it. They have never, ever, you know, when I, I used to live in D.C., worked at the, uh, uh, the court, Supreme Court, as a matter of fact. Uh, at a very unusual time when, you know, and I used to go up in the law library uh, when I'd get off and read old law. I don't know why. I do know why, because I have a, a, I just always wanted to know what I don't know. Right on, So I figured a way, yeah, so I said, well, the way, one of the ways to do it is just go read what has happened that I wasn't aware of. And I read Roger Taney's opinion in that Dred Scott case. Mm Mm-hmm. And he ended with the sons and daughters of Africa have no rights that the white man is bound to respect. Mm-hmm. And tears came out of my eyes. I remember sitting there, I closed the book, and I, I, I began to cry. I'm starting to tear up now because it let me know what, where, what, and how our lives are governed by people who don't give a shit about us. That's right. You're right. By Never law. Had. By law. Mm-hmm. That means mm-hmm. people people who, who think that they're protected by law are just simply deceived because in the bottom line, you know, you may get a break here and there, but the sons and daughters of Africa have no rights that the white man is bound to respect. Mm-hmm. And even if it's a black judge, he's reading the white law. He has white man philosophy. That's mm-hmm. how he got to be a judge. You may have a, you may have one or two that have some consciousness about him. Oh yeah. But our whole history, our whole history in this country, brothers, yeah. and and I'm not telling y'all anything you don't know. They have not treated us. Not that they, you know, even like it's amazing when non-human people treat the humans like they're not human because that's what we're dealing with. <laughs> You know, yeah. we're dealing with people like the brother was saying that psychologically, physiologically, they are not like us and they know it. We don't know it as right. a people. We don't understand. I've always contended if we if, if we could get all black people just one week to don't go out of their house, they would shut this country down. Just don't do the things that you normally do. Don't drive buses. Don't burn cash registers. Don't be police. Mm-hmm. Don't. We would shut this country down. Okay. 
That's how dependent they are on us on their plantation. Right. Because no, I mean, you're, you're absolutely you, brother. You're absolutely correct, and I'm going to tell you really quickly. When 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 Louis Farrakhan and I'm don't get me wrong, I'm not a Muslim. I, I I'm not a <clears throat> very religious person. I'm very spiritual. And what I mean by that is I believe that there is something bigger than me. But when Louis Farrakhan brought those million black men to Washington D.C., uh, mm. whatever he thought he accomplished, the one thing that he accomplished without even I don't know if he realized this, he scared the hell out of white people. Because what well, it they, did, it, 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 since I mean, since the, the march in '63, when they had the, the 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 whites and the Jews, and you know King was doing the whole rainbow to all these different folk. Okay, that was cool, but this was specifically for black men, and white people was waiting for the shootings, they were waiting for the the riots, they were waiting, and the men with no fighting, there was no riots. All these men came together and they said, we got, the white people looked at that and said, and the, and the black people who carried the white folks water, they said, we can't have this again. They can't get a permit to come here no more like that. Because it was too many, we were showing, it was a show of unity. And, and I think Louis Farrakhan peaked it. Oh yeah, they came and tried to collect money. I saw trash bags of money. Yeah. I don't know where it went. Uh, that wasn't yeah. it. Money don't move. You can't move me with money, so I'm a dangerous man. When you can't move a person with money, you're dangerous. And But I'm telling you, when they saw all those black people, well, it wasn't a million. It, it was more than a million. Oh, yeah. I, I oh, was there. Oh, yeah. In 1995? Oh, yes. Oh, I was there. Sure was. Mm -hmm. I was there. It was more than a million. And it scared them. They said, wait a minute. Wait a minute. And then and as soon as that, that was over with, they turned up the volume. Now, all of a sudden, you got men in dresses. You got women in boys' clothes. You got overweight people in, in the movies. You got white, the black men with white women on TV. They turned it up because we were moving back towards that. Anytime the needle goes towards nationalism, oh, you're separating us. We're already separated. We're all, uh, economics separates you. They gave us politics, but they gave us no economics. Oh, you got the right to vote, but you can't be part of this money thing because the vote transcends into translates into money. Do you understand? They buy your vote. Well, why are you buying something that's free? Oh no, bro. Voting is money. The, the, whoever gets whoever you put in office, their job is to spend your tax dollars. Why do you think the money's going to the Ukraine? They vote. You voted these people. You voted Biden in office. Now he's sending money to Ukraine. And they're going to give us this bill back better. And nobody can tell you what it is. You can't even read it. Oh, I'm going to go read it. You're going to read 8,000 pages? Biden didn't even read it. Shit, Biden <laughs> don't get up till 12 o'clock. He's fucking 80 years old. <laughs> but, but, but in the words of Brother Elliot, in the words of Brother Elliot, our people will perish <laughs> without lack of knowledge. That's if we right. don't have lack of knowledge, our people, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> stop it, stop it. Well, I, I'll tell you one thing. I've never heard a person on their deathbed say, oh, oh God, please give me some more money. You know what I'm saying? I said, I've never heard a person on their again. deathbed right. ask for some more money. You ain't never lied. You ain't not, right. I need that to go with me now. I need that money with me when I'm going. You don't. You ain't going to need money. That's right. You leave here with what you came with. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> right. us, the only thing we leave is our mind, because some of us have lost our mind. Mm -hmm. We have bought into a system that has never bought into you. 
and you continuously do it because you don't know any better and you're afraid to step outside of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. I ain't moving to no Africa. What I'm going to Africa for? I ain't never been to Africa. I'm not African. Africa's in you. You may not be in Africa, but Africa's in you, and you spend the white man is, is afraid of that, and he's listening right now to me. And I'm, oh, I hope he hears me. I hope yeah. he hears me. I hope he hears me because I say the same thing every time. So there you go. I believe what I'm saying. I've read, I've read these books. I didn't just read the, the first three pages. I read the whole damn book like Dr. Henry Clark said. Read the whole book. Mm -hmm. Stop reading the first part and running around here trying to tell somebody something. And stop yes, stop sir. listening to other people's interpretation. The Bible is an interpretation. Isn't it? The, the, the dictionary is an interpretation. Read for yourself. Think for yourself. Use your common sense. And you got common sense. You're not stupid. If you were stupid, you'd walk out and play blindfold on, on the highway. You don't do that. We are not a stupid people. We are no, we're very not. We're hell acting stupid. We still in hell acting just like now. that, just like Come John on. Morant, just like John Morant's <laughs> ass the other day. Act stupid. <laughs> Come on. Well, that's, we, you know, we, something we, I talk, something I talk to you about, and I'm just going to mention it today because I know it's, at least to me, it's a very important thing. We have got to develop a way, just like you, the point you just made, they're listening to us. They, all, they know everything. That's why they give out free something. We have right. got to develop a method of communication even using the language that means something different to us, we've got to do that. Even in any kind of military operation, surveillance, uh, communication is paramount. Yeah, bullets don't no. have to be fired if you know what the neighbor, if your enemy's doing. But if we don't pursue, it may not even be this generation. But uh, the idea, I, I, you know, I have it, and I know I don't. I'm not the only one that knows it. If we don't develop a message where we can communicate our thoughts, plans, and ideas, you are not devoid of their knowledge beforehand. We do. Mm -hmm. I mean it. Yeah. I mean it. Animals speak their own language. Birds do. Cats do. Yeah. <laughs> Elephants do. We speak English. Why? So the white man can always know what we got in store. And he sits outside the clay, the, the, the slave cabin. And listens to us at night, what we're talking about, and the next day he's already devised a plan to defeat it. Well, brother, you're, you're absolutely—I've heard you say this, and you're absolutely right. I, when you said that, it reminded me of Africa when they're teaching the Africans English. English. Why are you teaching Africans English? And oh, she knows this. They're, they're teaching these children to speak English, the universal language. No, brother. Do what? Stop doing that. We have to understand that we're in, if you don't know you're in a fight, then you never ball your fists up. And we don't That's believe right. we're in a fight. We don't think we're fighting. Well, I, 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 can go, I can go anywhere I want. No, I can't. I think I can. Drive your ass up here uh, to the Aberdeen Proving Grounds and, and go through the fence and see what happens. They will lock you up. You can't go anywhere you want. You can't do anything you want to do, but they give us the illusion of inclusion. Because when we're all in that basketball, I mean, this ain't the first time that some brother done got caught with a gun. Uh, Alvin Iverson had issues uh, 
uh, arenas had issues. I can keep naming them because they're sure. all black people because we're the ones that play. But this ain't the first time it's happened. Oh, Stephen A. Smith. Oh, this is terrible. He's <laughs> he's hanging out with people who have nothing to lose. Stephen A., let some of the air out your head. That's what you need to do and pull that hairline back where it's supposed to be. What you need to do is <laughs> It is stop. This is, he's twenty three years old. He has access to a hundred and ninety eight million dollars. And to you, Stephen A, that's what motivates you, bro. That's what motivates you. Money. Money. Yep. Money yeah. money moves you, man. Money yeah. don't move me. And, yeah. and don't get it twisted. I, I make money. Money don't make me. I don't hit the gun around here and put on a dress. And, and don't, I've done acting. I've been in movies. I, I've seen these, these lifestyles of the, of the rich and famous up close. I know millionaires and multi-millionaires. And so what? They got problems well, just like I do. Well, I got one and on. They, I got one right here. I got one right here. 646. <laughs> 646. Six, good afternoon. <laughs> What's up, old? Millionaires, multi, multi-millionaires. <laughs> yeah, this is, this is brother Elliot. <laughs> trying to make that assumption that um. Hey, Jay, Jay, Jay. Hey, Jay. Did you did you hear her? Did you hear her? He said this, this is brother Elliot. But this is this is brother Elliot, bro, brother brother Jay. Uh, you have a no, point. You, make, your point, brother, make your point, brother. Please make your point. I know, I know overseer's voice too well, man. You know, you know I can pick an overseer's voice out with the quickest. But, but, but you know, um, the funny thing is this. You made a mistake. You made a mistake. Stephen A. Smith needs to pull his hair forward, not backwards. He needs to go forward. Because that forward is you know, the thing is this with the brother, with the brother John. It's when you get to a certain point. And what I'm surprised is that you got to remember, he did a couple of years in college. And he's a little older than most of the cats that get into this type of shenanigans. Now, this is the thing that he don't realize, and I'm surprised he wasn't schooled, and the person that really needs to school him is his father. Is called, well, the father, the father right, can't father. school him now, because mm-hmm. the father want to enjoy the celebrity of it. So he ain't, if he was really on his job, he wouldn't have never been in this situation, because it's been too, too, it's too far gone at this stage, but but the person that he really needs to talk to and school him is Carmelo Anthony. Because, see, Carmelo Anthony got one of the most beautifulest wake-up calls in the world when he got into his shenanigans in Denver. And they suspended him. And what happened was he was doing the same type thing that Jive was making no snitch videos and all of this. I mean, you know Herb because you there in Baltimore. So yes. what happened to Camilla was they suspended him and they banged him, I think, for 15 games. And he was like, why y'all do me like this for 15 games? So, you know, the daddy called him into the office. This was David Stern at the time. 
And David Stern gave him the most beautiful wake-up call in his life. He said to him, we know everything mm. you doing. We know everybody we hang out, you hang out with. We know, we know everything about you. And, you know, what you call him was a little surprise bus. And he said to David Stern, how do you know everything that I'm doing? He said, because we got every law enforcement agency protecting this asset. So we got FBI agents w watching you. We got D DEA agents. We got everybody watching. We, we know what your friends are doing. We know what you're doing. And if you don't want to get kicked out of this league, you got to change your friends. And let me tell you something. And this is why I take my hat off to Carmelo Anthony. My man did what he was supposed to do, cut them boys off, and made millions. To whereas now, he's probably one of the most richest NBA stars outside of basketball making power moves. And what and 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 wait a minute now, and I ask you and I ask you in a, no and I ask you in a collective sense is he rich or is he a rich negro or has he, or has he enriched his people because and I'm not saying you got to give people wait a minute they got to give people don't, and, and well I what I need to what I need to see from the basketball stars the football stars is you can be personally and individually rich as all and more money than a little bit. I know, like I said, I know lots of millionaires. But if you are not, if you are not taking that money and doing something like the Jew, don't get it twisted. The, the Jew gonna do for the Jew, but the okay. black person, are you gonna do for the black person? Are you gonna do the culturally? Where I mean, it may not, you may not see it in your lifetime. And I don't, I don't expect to see sovereignty, liberation, and the self-determination to the point I want to see it in my lifetime. But what I do want to see is us planting the seed to the young people and letting them know money. Okay, I got a bunch of money, but it didn't make me no better than you, but it didn't make me any worse than you. But what I need you to do is to think about your people in a collective sense, and that way we can back these white folks off because the reality is, Serge, these, these these white folks, like the, he said, they're watching you. They know your language. There's nowhere you go that they, they don't know, know because they own everything. They own everything. They everything. But, there but, you go. From what I done seen and people that I done talked to that knows him say that he has done things in the community. Now, on oh, yeah. the conscience level, yeah, uh, on, on the level, I, I couldn't verify if right. it's deeper than, you know, the basketball courts. Ball, and right, and the rec center. That's, He's done know, that in Baltimore. That's things. But, I right. mean, is he doing other things? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I don't right. I don't know if somebody in the community comes to him and say, we need some assistance um, like Kyrie Irving may do or something right. that may be you on that level. But the point of the matter is, a brother like God needs somebody like Camelo to pull his coat and to talk to him and say, 
yo, you got to really, really chill and get rid of these clowns that are nothing more than, than hang on. Because the reality is this, and let's be clear. The Black African League is not going to come together and pull his resources to make Black America better. They're not gonna. They're not gonna do that. They're not. They're not trained for that. They're not taught. They're not taught Good that. Point. They don't understand that. And the, and the reason why I say that is I was listening to a Jr. Jr. Smith, you know who now's in college playing golf, blah blah blah, and Jr. was deemed a fool because Jr. was in his youth and all that, and he said something that you know caught my eye, even though he's out in the league and all that. He said. He couldn't get brothers and sisters together in the league to come together and build and develop the necessary things for the community um, that we should be because they don't want to partner. They don't want to partnership up, and they got the money to do. And let me tell you, his father is a master is a master builder. Listen, listen, Jay, and, and and that is historic. Only time that we yeah. came together was for Muhammad Ali in that in, in yeah. Cleveland, Ohio, in that famous picture yeah. that you see. Because yeah, even in that yeah. picture, even in that picture, you see some cats that yeah. I know now from a historical standpoint were were, were weak, but they were in that picture right. at that time. Okay. At that time, and I ain't gonna name no names like Willie Davis, whatever. <laughs> but no, Jim Brown, Jim Brown. Go ahead. <laughs> but 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 the thing uh, is this, Jabal. But but the, but yeah, really. But you white wife or that white woman. But anyway, anyway, the thing is this. The thing is this though. Wouldn't it be great if there was a group of entertainers? Because that's all these cats are. They're in football, right. baseball, they're entertainers. And the same That's ones right. who are singers, who are dancers, who are in acting. What if a consortium of brothers and sisters got together, uh, entertainers united to help our people? Oh. Wouldn't that be dynamic? Mm. Wouldn't that be deep? The mi- huh? That, Would you say, Jay? They don't have the mindset. I know that. they don't. But you know what? I think there are some that do. I think there are a few that do. You yeah. know, I remember... I I remember when uh, uh, Craig Hodges did what he did. You know, yeah. there wasn't none, there wasn't nothing wrong with Craig Hodges' jump shot. Craig nope. Hodges uh, uh, slipped a note to Old Man Bush about the conditions that are happening in uh, uh, with our people, and he had on a grand booba. He had a grand booba on and so forth, African dress. And then the league said, wow. "Oh no, we gotta, wow. we we gotta do something about this." And they whiteballed him. They, well, they didn't want to catch on. They, they exactly, catch on. exactly. They whiteballed him, you know. And there have yeah. been others, and and they diminished them. So no, you you're right, Jay. Uh, and, and, yeah, you're right. That they don't want that mindset to be circulated and to begin to be dominant. Because think of what these men and women could do. They could change the mind. I mean, especially if they're not talking about being greedy. They ain't talking about this and that. They're talking about, let's pull our resources together, family, and do something for our community. Let's build some schools in our community. You know, let's build some centers in our community. Yes. Why do you think, why do you, yes. 
Why do you think conscious rap w- go went to the wayside? Exactly. Why do you think all the the, the public enemies and the, yeah, and the KRS ones yeah. are not on the radio anymore? Yeah. It's yeah. a reason for that. They yeah. were selling. Those records were going through the roof. They were making money, but the money wasn't the issue for white people. They don't give a day. They got money. They want your mind. That's right. Oh, she says it at the end of every show. Yeah. They don't give a damn about you got money to them. A bitch, a, a black man with money ain't nothing but a nigga with money. Yeah. That's all he is. That's all he is. They, they want mm-hmm. your mind. They, they, they want, I'm telling you, brother, they want you to think the way they want you to think. I want you, uh, if somebody got the police shot somebody, y'all need to calm down. Why can't we all get along? <laughs> Ooh, we got there was a piece there was a piece that came out uh when sister soldier said listen i'm and i'm listening to her on npr i guess it was npr i was in new orleans at our uh, black firefighters training program and i'm and i'm just listening attentively to sister soldier say that she can't get a record deal those who are talking about conscious rap can't get a record deal because that's that whole time when it flipped from conscious rap to gangster rap and and and, mm-hmm. and and this supposed meeting that this Caucasian said took place where all these cats came to this meeting and these crackers told them that there ain't going to be no more of that. Because why? Secretly, supposedly, they cut a deal with correctional institutions to build these institutions because we're going to throw this gangster rap out here of drugs and money and guns and they're going to put their ass in prison and so they're going to fill these prisons up Okay, and these prisons are, in these states are about making money. That's right. So, so the states had to pay their ass, you know. And then came Biggie Smalls and P Diddy and N.W.A. Yeah. and all this foolishness mm-hmm. because they knew, oh, she, they got to fill these prisons up. That's right. And now they went, they took it to the next level where you got the Dodge X with with the women's clothes on and he's acting like a woman and the guy mm-hmm. dressed up like a girl. He in the mood. And, and now it's a total state of confusion. But I, we don't sound, why don't we sound confused, Oshie? Why ain't I confused? Why aren't you confused? Why ain't Jay confused? And why ain't Rick why confused? <laughs> you know? Come on now. Why ain't Rick confused? <laughs> no, because you know why? Because they, they don't have all of us, but no. unfortunately they no. got a good majority of us. Those, in fact, those of us who, you know, even, uh, you know, I love Richard Pryor. You know, I remember uh, Richard Pryor talking about, you know, when he said, yeah, the black cat would come to the neighborhood talking about peace and love and black power. And his fat, his, the fat daddy would say, that nigga crazy, you know, because the whole idea is just to survive. If I'm surviving, oh, yeah. I'm doing good. I don't want no elevated consciousness. I don't want to think outside of the imposed boundaries that Europeans have put me in. I want to stay in that confinement. You know, I don't want to think, you know, for myself. I don't really, I don't want to release the vice grip that this cracker has on my mind. I don't want to think outside of that. See? So, but, oh, you know what? Guess what? Guess what, Jay? It's that time again, brother. Boss, boss, boss got you in line, man. I, I love it, man. You know, it's a beautiful thing to know that, you know, the man can tell you enough is enough. And enough is enough. If you can be on time for the white man, you can be on time for the brother. That's right. That's, that, that's, that's it. The Negro always wants you to treat him like you treat the white man. 
You know what I mean? When you get offended by you, when you don't. That's the thing that always kill me. You know what I mean? It's just like sitting in a meeting with a white man, and you got to defer to the white man when we both got the same money at the table. That's right. He got his picture. He got his picture on the money. Yeah, that's right. But listen, that's power. Don't get no trouble, O.C. Do what you got to do. Hey, brother, you know. Hey, you know. Listen, I'm gonna stay on this, 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 this network as long as I can, brother. As long as I'm able to. You know, it's better than going back to the Jew on. It's better than going back to the Jew on. Yeah. Um, what yeah, is that? Yeah. Um, YouTube blog talk. or whatever else. Blog, blog talk. talk. Yeah, or whatever. whatever else. And they, do they still have blog talk? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because everybody I'm gonna need you to now is dealing with podcasts and you and YouTube and mm-hmm. and. All of that, man. So I don't never hear anything about yeah. no blog talk. But yeah, no, it's it still happening. Hey, brother Kwaku, how you doing, man? Brother Kwaku, <laughs> what's up? Open up your mouth, Kwaku. <laughs> Take your frog out. Stop biting on the bone. <laughs> you close the show. It's one o'clock. It's one o'clock. That's what he did. He's he's helping. He's helping. <laughs> All right, brothers. I appreciate y'all. Love y'all. You guys have a blessed day. Hope to see you guys on Friday. Okay. Peace. We right. end this program. We end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind, but not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do without, and they sure the hell don't want to pay for it. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Be safe out there. Shem Hotep, that means go in peace. Esante Sana, that means thank you. Our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. You have a blessed and wonderful day, and I'll see you on Friday. Great show, O.